Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Kenny, Lady Chow Fung, and Adam, and we're going to be doing a special episode today talking about Cobra Kai, the YouTube Red Show. Um, you know, I don't know, Let's let we don't really have a structure today, we're just going to kind of talk in a general way, but before we get into anything specific, what did everybody think of the series? Uh, we've only watched episodes 1 through 5, and we're going to continue with 6 through 10 in the next episode. Yeah, we've had to sort of make a unofficial pact to uh, to, to stop at five because yeah, the, the the show is that good that I think all of us felt um, at least the the slight temptation to watch beyond just to see what happens because it does a really good job of that. Um, you know, for people like I, I really have a hazy sort of memory of Karate Kid. Like I I remember the first one very well, and I I know I've seen the second one, but it never stuck out in my mind. And the third one is just. Pfft, I, I don't remember that one. <laughs> I don't remember seeing that one at all. Um, but yeah, there's lots of sort of throwbacks that if you you know watch the original movies, you can appreciate it. But at the same time, like if you haven't seen those movies, it also does a very good job of introducing all the characters and setting up the the sort of conflicts and the relationships between all the different people. Yeah, it's got a whole. Yeah. New... Oh, go ahead, Dion. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna go say ahead, it's got like it. a whole new generation. That if you didn't watch the first ones, I feel like you can kind of just focus on those. Like if I was like a young person and I didn't quite know about Karate Kid, I'd probably be more attentive to the Miguel character or I think the daughter's name is Samantha, you know. But, uh, you know, for me, I found myself forgetting the new character names and being more focused on the characters I was familiar with. Yeah, I I like the episodes. I think it's a... um... It's really well done, really well put together, and you get the montages occasionally of scenes from the movie, which I really, really enjoy. Um, I thought the the younger kids are are really good. They're really good actors. I like would like to see them in more things after this. I really like them, but um, I think it's great storyline, great acting, and it's very emotional for me. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed this too, and I have seen it recently because we, you know, Brandon and I and some other people did a podcast where we actually went back and watched the originals in some point in the last year, and and so it was all very fresh. And it, but yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't depend on that. It's like it's it's nice, but I mean, it's it's like watching this without having seen any of the original movies. I guess would be like you don't really need to know Mr. Miyagi's backstory to uh, to watch Karate Kid. But uh, but yeah, it, this 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 worked for me. It was as the others have said. It's very tough to stop at five. Five felt to me like the uh, you know it's it, it felt like if if the movie if you were watching a long one of those old long movies with an intermission, it felt like the point where the intermission would be, which made it simultaneously a really good stopping point, but also a point that made you want to keep going. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, it's 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 great overall. Yeah, th- this is one of the most watchable shows I've seen in a long time. Like I've tried to get into a lot of things on uh, Netflix and, and 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 places like that when people have recommended series. Mm. And I think the last one I probably you know had any success with was the Stranger Things. And you know, for the most part, I'm I'm not as I, I find that I'm not as interested in a lot of stuff that's coming out. But this one. Was, for me, this was a very watchable show. I thought it was very well written. I was surprised yeah. by how well written it was. And, 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 it, and it, it's nostalgic, but it's nostalgia done in, a, I think, a good way. I think, you could, I think nostalgia can be done poorly or well. And, and so. it, 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 yeah, it gets just the right balance of getting, like, you know, there are references to the original, but it's, it's never, there, I mean, there's a couple that are kind of cutesy. I'd say, like, the, the one point where, you know, I still enjoyed it anyway, but the point where where uh, where where Miguel's like washing the window is like, is there any particular way you want me to wash this? It was like that. That was a little heavy-handed, but it still still made me laugh. But other than that, it's been pretty subtle and uh and, and realistic in the way it's referred back to stuff from the earlier movies. Yeah, and also I think uh, I don't know if it was you, Lady Chaofeng, or Kenny, who mentioned the the young people being good. I thought that the the actors they got it looked like they were pretty. Uh, you know, uh, experienced with the physical side of the performances. And I don't know if that was stunt people that they were slipping in there because I was having trouble really 
following and making sure it was, you know, if it was the actor or a stunt person. But it looked like they cast people who were going to be capable in the in the more physically demanding uh, parts of the roles where people are getting beat up and slammed into tables and stuff. So I, I and, and I also thought that the action with uh, with 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 the uh, uh, like the fight at the beginning and the you know the, the 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 fight scenes that they had in the in the in the high school it was it all it all really worked pretty well I thought like it, it wasn't it wasn't like super over the top in any way it was an action movie but it <laughs> felt firmly in the territory of Karate Kid. Yeah, and I'd say for the action scenes, like if anyone's sort of seen John Wick, it, I, I feel like the, the action scenes have a similar level of impact there, where everything is sort of believable and you can sort of feel the blows on behalf of the characters. Um, and it's nice to see that you know um, Johnny uh, was tiring out as as he was fighting the kids at the beginning. Like he is, you know, he's not an action hero, and it, it, he gets tired and he he takes a few blows because you know he he doesn't have eyes on the back of his head and all of that, and it's probably a bit rusty from uh, uh, not practicing his, his martial arts for a while. So um, it is it's really good to see that you know these are that you know that these are sort of it's be- believable as regular people who are just, uh, you know, who, who have trained their body and, you know, are, and are not taking part in these fights. Well, and the thing I like about the Johnny Lawrence character is they really sort of revisit the Cobra Kai stuff and they sort of have him dealing with the fact that you know, he's sort of been living in the aftermath of Karate Kid 1 and, you know, he still, I mean, he's, he spent years of his life training in this style and he clearly got some use out of it. And so... It, it, a lot of the story with Johnny is about how much of the Cobra Kai stuff was useful, how much of it was was harmful, and there's this there's also this fish out of water element to his character that I think really works, where he's kind of a throwback to the '80s, and and so his taste in music, his you know just sort of just his general uh, lack of sensitivity to people, you know th- these are all things that you know are uh, you know a, a product of him really kind of he peaked in the eighties and he's, and he's now sort of like, he doesn't even know how to say dot com. You know, he says period com, you know, so he doesn't, yeah. he isn't even on the internet. And, and I think that part of the story is really working. I mean, if they, if they push it too far, it's going to get old, but I think they made, they made one, one error in that, I think, which okay. is like not a big deal, but it was just one thing that like kind of Jeff jumped out at me. It's like, no, it should be the other way around was when he went to pawn his stuff and he calls the Atari a, a Nintendo. It's like someone his age, I can say as someone from we the definitely 80s. definitely know. They, well, yeah. well they, either they, there's two possibilities, because he's like a bit older than me. He would have like graduated in the, the first half of the 80s. And it's like, it's like, so it's possible he wouldn't even know Nintendo, but he would know Atari. It's like you could do, I could see it realistically being done the other way around where he saw someone playing some other kind of video game system. And he's like, hey, you guys are playing an Atari. It's like if they wanted to go for the joke, they should have done it yeah. that way around. But I, I felt like, no, that's not working. So the one thing I was thinking about that in that scene was, would Johnny Lawrence have spent much time on the Atari in the first place? Because he was like a karate jock. And so... <laughs> I didn't imagine him spending much time playing video games. Well, Atari was very popular at the time. I mean, he was he was kind of a rich kid. It's like yeah. he would have had an Atari. It's like even if he didn't spend a yeah. lot of time on it, he would have owned one. And, and well, I was wondering, like, was the Atari something he bought to play uh, with his son um, before the bailing out stuff happened? <laughs> um, no, I, I think it was to uh, his you went, old was, stuff. Well, his yeah. son would be too young because I mean, his son. Right. Is, 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 well, you know, was son it is... just his? Was it just the him going to like a thrift store or whatever and picking up? Oh, it's a gaming console. I can get this and play it with my son. And then realizing it's an Atari. Oh, and then and yeah, yeah. This was like, what the hell is this old piece of junk type of I, thing? <laughs> I think it was meant to be his. I just, I, you know, we don't. He doesn't have any siblings, right? We don't have any evidence that he has any siblings. So I think it was going to be his Atari, but. I just I I just couldn't stop thinking about whether he actually played it that much or not. Um, but speaking of his son, that guy he looks like the kid from Sidekicks and the uh, or like a Baldwin brother, like a lost Baldwin brother. The uh, you know the the uh, what, you know, he, the uh, Johnny's son. 
the oh Donnie Sun. Okay, okay. Doesn't he kind of have that look? Like you immediately hate him. You know what I mean? Like you. I was thinking he looked like the um the the kid from Terminator Two. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fair. But... Have you ever? Yeah, seen... I mean, he does resemble him, but there's there is something hateful about him. Definitely. Well, <laughs> Very see... smug. I thought he reminded me of um, Ryder Strong from um, what's that TV show? Um, it was one of my favorites. Hold on. Um, Boy Meets World. And so he kind of gives me that flavor of him because I think he resembles him. And on Boy Meets World, Ryder Strong's character is kind of like a lost kid. Like his parents don't really care. He's Corey's best friend. He is mischievous, but he's good at heart. But um, it's kind of looking like Johnny's son is not um, that kind of character. There's definitely something that's really, really off about this one. Yeah, there was there was one point early in the show that seemed like they were trying to set him up as not being as bad as you thought, but it just didn't work right. for me. And that was that was like when they when he when he like steals the laptop. It's like okay, he totally flat out steals this laptop from the guy in the store. Then when he's talking to his friends, he's like, hey, we can get money from multiple people and only give it to one. Yeah. He kind of like, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like, you know, that's that's where he draws the line. It's like, that's, no, that's that's not as bad as what you actually just <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah. It was, <laughs> that, that was like a little bit of a wrong note in the show. But uh, I think where they softened his character a bit is in his dealings with his mom where yeah. it's like his affection for his mother and his frustration with her sort of soften the character a bit. But he's basically like a slimy character who I think is going to be somebody that we're meant to hate for at least a good portion of the show. Um, yeah, he was the last scene we get of him, of him going to get the job at the uh, LaRusso dealership. It's like his, his demeanor in that is like, yeah. man, it's like, you know... She, she should just be put off by hiring yeah. him because he's just radiating these waves of like... He, creepiness during that scene <laughs> well he's got like an eddie haskell thing going on that yeah uh, that should yeah. set off every alarm bell in the system but you know i don't know i figured maybe the because the wife did say the pretty boy comment about johnny so maybe she was thrown off by his like you know his <laughs> charm. Good looks and charms. yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah i don't yeah, know I'm, i'll go ahead i'm one i'm wondering too what last name that the son is using because if i were uh Mrs. LaRusso, and I saw Lawrence on a job application, I probably would stay away from that. So I'm wondering if he's using the mother's maiden yes. name as the last name. Well, he's using Keen, I think. I think Keen is his last name. At least that's what I think it is on the... If I'm, if I'm reading the actor's name right, it looks like he's his last name is Keen in the show. Um, but, but yeah, also, I, I was in the impression that was probably just a completely fabricated identity because he was like, you know, we know he dropped out of school, but like he, had, yeah. you know, uh, so, uh, so I, I think he's just, you know, he'll, he'll lie about anything, this character. Yeah. Um, I, so did anyone have an idea what he was up to? Because he was clearly like just upset with his father about not going there and seeing him with another, another kid being like, Oh, he, he storms off and then he, he goes for this job. I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure where they're going with that plot. Thread. Does anyone have, I think experience? he's trying to make his father mad by working for the man that he hates yeah. the most. Um, yeah. because you know, he saw his father with Miguel and He's seeing Miguel as um, the person who's taken the affection that he should have had. So he's going to do anything to get back at his father. And the perfect way to do that is to go work for LaRusso. Yeah, and then the he one... might uh, be skeezy at LaRusso and do some <laughs> stealing or something else <laughs> or other while he's there, too. Yeah, that's true. Because, yeah, I mean... That, that was the thing. It's like at first I thought maybe he was doing it to piss his father off. But the fact he kind of gets that creepy kind of smile at the end, it felt like it felt like he had some evil plot against the LaRusso. So I'm like, I'm like, what, what, what's his angle? I could go either way. So are you saying that he's going to try to like, get his father's attention by like sabotaging a LaRusso company from inside? And, be like, oh. and then like telling around that I can do all this without you. Like you're a loser. I've managed to succeed at where you fell. So <laughs> you can fuck right off. And, but... I, think, I think he's almost like the Terry Silver character from part three. He's like that. Like it's, it's almost like that level of scheming. Like it's a step above crease do you know what i mean it just seems 
like he's maybe going into that territory here, but I don't know. I think uh, I'm, yeah. I'm. I think he's just trying to make his dad mad right now. I think that's all he knows. That's I, I think about. That's about as far as he's thought about this. Well, I, I feel like we we are sort of missing a, a piece of the puzzle here, and what happened when he was young, and why did Johnny Lawrence just bugger off after? Well, mm-hmm. while he was still a child, like. We, we don't know, like, we, we, we can see that there is a lot of resentment, but we don't know what the cause of it is. And, it, it I mean, yeah, sure, it's, it's a bit lame to blame it on sort of abandonment issues, but, um, yeah, if that's the reason why his character has turned out that way, um, then maybe there is still, like, there is definitely a room for redemption there. No, and that I think that is it because the mom says that he quit on the on day one when Johnny goes and says he wants to be in his son's life. She's like, you know, you you, yeah, you but quit. Why did he quit? Like, like from we've seen that like, there was like, that one scene in the diner, right, where um, Johnny's like looking fondly at the yeah. at the, the father and son, sort of like sharing an ice cream and having and, and laughing and. By the way, that was a brilliant scene where he, you know, he see him knocking on the door like as soon as, as soon as that scene cuts away, and he's like <laughs> pouring his heart out. And you're thinking, oh my god, he went to to find his ex-wife and 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 his son, and they're trying to hash it out, and then it just cuts to um, Miggy's mother, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah, that's t- totally the wrong target, but like, <laughs> I appreciate what you did there. The, the yeah, sentiment I, is good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I am wondering if we're going to get more information on that because right now there is sort of this fog around. Uh, exactly how much of a fall Johnny Lawrence had. Like we know, I mean, he's 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 a bit in shambles right now, but he's not like a, a horrible person. I mean, he's not like he, he's not he's not the person that his son or his uh, his ex wife seem to think he is. So we might be missing an important piece of the puzzle, or or maybe there was just some really terrible miscommunication going on. I don't know. Um, but it sounds like he basically you know, wasn't there when he was supposed to be. And that's the, that's the core of it. But the question is, why wasn't he there? Like, he seems like a guy who, like, yeah, sure, he, when we introduced to him, he's like an alcoholic and he's rude and brash, but, you know, he still seems like a decent person. I mean, he, he helped, I guess they think he doesn't, he doesn't help out of the goodness of his heart. He helped because they were bashing on his car. But, um, so maybe there, there isn't yeah, an he, argument. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't going to help initially until until that. Yeah. Like he, When he steps in, it, this is the scene where, where it really uh, got good, I thought, because this is sort of where he jumps in as the Pat Morita type character. And so yeah. you have the kid, Miguel, who is being bullied by these other kids. And... And, you know, he doesn't do anything and then they they bump into his car or something and he, he steps in and he uses the karate. And then it becomes Miguel trying to get him to teach him. And he's super reluctant. And so, you know, there's you can definitely see the sort of the echoes from the original Karate Kid. Uh, but it's, it's it's very interesting having it be Johnny uh, be the one that sort of shoulders that. And and also, yeah, I, oh, go ahead. Okay, it's it's interesting because like you know like you say he he was not going to intervene in that fight until his car got involved but you kind of feel that he you know he enjoys being the hero to an extent there it's like he gets a taste for it at that point you know and it's like which which kicks in when he watches Iron Eagle I believe yeah, yeah that was Iron Eagle but uh, it's like it all finally comes together for him but uh, the uh, I think he's really stuck in the eighties and so he must I think whatever happened with his family must be related to this inability to let go of the all valley tournament um, <laughs> yeah I, I totally agree with that i mean there i don't know about you guys but um i i know at least one person from my high school days that was the big man on campus that mm-hmm. really never went anywhere after that so he keeps reliving the experience over and over again and then they do get on this alcoholic kick and relationships don't work out because they are so stuck so far back in their past that they've never grown past it. And you're, I don't know. Those are the ones that are always the jocks and everything are always the ones to look for because they're the ones that tend to not go anywhere in these movies. And that sets them up to fall like really badly because they're used to being, you know, top dog. And here you are barely making ends meet. And Johnny Obviously, it looks like he went off to college, has some kind of business degree, and then astounding 
a business practice. Um, so he's doing wonderfully. And here's the guy that was in high school that was um, projected to be somebody, probably go professional in karate and tour all over the world and doesn't do that and ends up just in this lowly apartment. So there's a lot of resentment there for his character. And he's completely stuck in his glory days. Well, and I also so you, guys, you guys called that peaking in high school, right? Yeah, we yeah we say he peaked in high school. That's what we'll say about something like that. And that I think that's kind of what happened with him. I I, I mean, think look at it this way: like, how difficult is he to approach, even just to say hello in the show? Imagine being married to that guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it must there must be constant quips and 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 just sort of you know he probably vents all of his frustrations on the people around him. So I do well, feel like we're being misled though because it I, I mean uh, I, it's acceptable as a reason like his loss to you know to, to Danny was like um maybe yeah maybe maybe you know causes life to go downhill a little bit yeah. but beyond that like what else has happened to him well, to like it didn't seem serious enough no. to uh but think of who his instructor was. It was Crease, and Crease is like this yeah. madman that had them all under his spell. And when he loses, Crease like gets physical with him. So like you can only imagine like that. I think it was more than just like, you know, a sport to Johnny. I think I think it was like a like almost like I think Cobra Kai was at the level of a cult almost. And mm-hmm. and so I I wonder if. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I kind of agree with you, though. I think, like, they might be setting us up for revealing more information that'll that'll add a greater degree of believability. And it's a matter of how far are we going to take this All-Valley tournament thing being the big thing that really pushes him. And uh, they even did mention, like, when, when, when Daniel was talking about his karate days to the advertisers and the wife explained, she's like, you don't understand. Like, back in the day, uh, you know, karate was like football around here. And, and I, I, I was actually in that area at that time. And I do remember karate dojos and things like that being all over the place. So I think, you know, I don't think it was quite like football, but it was a good in-setting explanation for why it would be taken so seriously. Um, yeah. You know, we've been talking about, about, uh, you know, him, him being stuck in, in his, his high school days. But it's interesting how, how little it takes for Daniel, who got over everything and kind of moved on with his life and a big successful life. And just just these little incidents in the early episodes, suddenly he's utterly consumed he, by, I mean, by this thing again. In the first five episodes, I'd say Daniel is the bad guy. I don't know if it's going to continue that way, but Daniel is like the one who like, he he ruins multiple people's lives yeah. with his uh with, with his methods um and and he's and he's so blinded by his hatred of cobra kai uh, he's, he's that, the terry silver that's what you're looking for yeah. there when he gets everyone's rent boosted yeah, but, yeah. Uh... and he's bragging to his <laughs> wife about it and she's like oh well, wait didn't you think about all the people that <laughs> yeah well, he, he is a self admitted like hothead though like he like he, he's probably mellowed over the years but yeah, you know, seeing Cobra Kai again, then you know, he, he, it's a source of trauma for him because honestly, like they, they bullied him, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, from from his point of view, um, the teachings of Cobra Kai are completely um, the opposite of uh, what Pat Morita had, had taught, Mister Miyagi had taught, had taught him as as a spirit of karate. Um, so you know, he. he Definitely won't be able to. Like, uh, well, maybe maybe the for, for the next set of episodes they'll be able to reconcile like the different philosophies in that you know the different approaches are required for different things in life, um, type of thing. But uh, you know, at, at this moment, it's just he he's just completely like he just sees the, the philosophy of Cobra, of Cobra Kai as just being bullies because striking first is not something that I say. Well, the, modern society advocates for right well i think i think what i think what we're gonna see is 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 crease was a madman but he was teaching like he was teaching real karate and so i think that you know that that's like when you see johnny you know deal with the the kids that are beating up miguel it's it's not it's not um it's not like mcdojo strip mall karate he calls it old school karate and so you have a sense of it being very practical and workable in the real world and in some ways the stuff that daniel learned is less geared 
for that kind of action. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Daniel, you, you almost like, like I, I was saying this to Adam before, uh, like earlier in the day, we were, we were on Skype and I, I said to him that, you know, you get the sense with Daniel in all three of the Karate Kid movies that he kind of got lucky all three of those times. Like, like any, if any other day of the week, he would have lost all those fights, you, you kind of feel. And, or he just got by by the hair of, you know, just, just like narrowly uh, defeated the opponent. And, and again, I think it's because Miyagi wasn't as concerned with, you know, sparring. Do you know what I mean? But but Cobra Kai, they clearly sparred at Cobra Kai. They use these old school sort of, you know, methods of training that are good for getting you prepared to actually fight. Daniel, by the third movie, is just doing forms. That's the central plot of the third movie is Miyagi's teaching him forms and not teaching him how to actually confront people and fight with them. And, and so maybe, you know... In hindsight, maybe Miyagi's way wasn't 100% the best way. Maybe, you know, and I don't know if they're going to go this way, but but I feel like, uh, you know, there is something to be said for having sparring classes and having other students and, and not having it just be you and one old man that are, you know, training in really picturesque ways, but not, you know, like Daniel never really got many opportunities to fight with other opponents. Do you know what I mean? It, it was, it was yeah. his, all of his, all of, all of his sparring was done in tournaments. Do you know what I mean? It was, <laughs> it was done in tournaments or it was done with Pat Morita wearing like a, 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 a mask and a vest to protect himself. So, you know, that's, it's no way to train for, for a martial arts tournament. And I feel like, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I think it, it does feel like uh, Mr. Miyagi was teaching more the philosophy and, and a way of life. Um, and, you know, I, and he probably recognized that, you know, Danny as a child was fairly weak-willed and lacking discipline. And, mm. you know, the way he taught him karate was, you know, got, you know, helped get his life on track entirely, right? Because yeah, then, yeah. He, you know, he trained, he, he gained more confidence. Um, and I, I don't know, I can't remember the second and third movie, but I assume that sort of trend continues until, you know, it sort of culminates in him being the business person that he is today. Like, he, he is, like all finger guns and all the employees and like oh yeah all smiles on tv advertisements and it's like his face is plastered on billboards everywhere like he is clearly a more confident person than he compared to his no, high that, school days that's a good point I'm, I'm just making the point that it's really dangerous to to prepare a student for tournaments or a life and death match in okinawa without any sparring or was that the first was that the third movie or that was the second one? second one yeah. <laughs> all right but, uh, um, yeah it's but I, I don't know on the other hand i think daniel always had a lot of confidence i mean when he shows up it's like even before he gets his training and stuff you know he goes after you know the, the hot girl in school and it's like he doesn't he doesn't have any confidence issues he gets beat up because he's yeah, keeps sticking yeah, his he's neck cocky. out he's, he's got he's got so much like, confidence like when i was that age like most most of the guys would have run away from her they would they would have been too timid to even approach her he just you know he was clearly didn't have this kind of an issue and I think, yeah, I kind of surprised me rewatching the movie because I'm like, wow, he wasn't like some losery yeah. nerd guy. He's a fish out of water, but he he becomes that over the course of the first three movies, I think. And I think that's the thing yeah. I like about him in this is they restore that original, like the like the 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 grit from New Jersey is still there. Like exactly, he just feels a little bit more rough around the edges and kind of a jerk. Which is how he was presented in the first movie, and I and I like that. Like when he when he meets Johnny, he's kind of an ass to him. Like he, oh, he yeah. you know, you, you know, he's like he, he basically has been telling these guys that he kicked Johnny's butt, and and then he and then he you know, you know, is 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 telling jokes at Johnny's expense, and Johnny's clearly uncomfortable. Like it, it clearly makes him, uh, you know, these are not fond memories for him, um, and I, I think Daniel's smart enough to know that. So, yeah, he's going. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Like, who, who, what do, you, what do you, where do you guys think this is gonna go with their two characters? Like, what are they, try, what are they trying to do? Do you think? There is. I think the, there. Oh, you go ahead. Um, I think there's gonna be some kind of redeeming. I'm well. I'm hoping that there's some kind of redeeming for uh, Johnny Lawrence that he isn't going to be a crease-like character throughout the whole thing. That maybe they'll he'll be able to reconcile with the son and i'm hoping that something will 
bring the two of them together like a bigger, more impressive foe. Because right now I don't see anybody really as a bad guy in this or a villain. I see them just as jerks living their lives and continuing some kind of high school school feud that just needs to die and go away. And someone needs to be the bigger person about it. But I really do think Johnny can be redeemed. Um, Daniel, I think is just being really overprotective of the area that he lives in. And like Kenny said, it's probably triggering some post-traumatic stress disorder or something, knowing that Cobra Kai is back and he's just so obsessed that he he's trying to make it his mission to get rid of it again. But I'm just hoping that somehow these two can come together and squash all this nonsense and maybe some kind of bigger better foe will come into the picture to help them do that because I really don't think that they have to be enemies because I think they both want to be good parents well Johnny just now wants to be a good parent but John um, Daniel's always been so I don't know I think there's something that each of them can learn from the other well and Daniel's kind of struggling with parenting right now because of the uh, <laughs> the issue with his daughter um, but uh what what did what did you guys think of Johnny's training methods in this movie? Uh, this show? Okay, I want to answer the previous question sure, before ahead. we move on about where we think it's going because I think I think you kind of hit on it when you're talking about how you know it's like Miyagi had the whole philosophical side that Kreese actually was really good at teaching practical sparring. So I mean we have we had in the last episode we watched we have when Danny goes and visits the grave and he has that memory of Miyagi that we have the scene. And the message there is balance. It's about balance, which I think comes to that. It's like, which I don't think Danny took the right message for it yet. Cause I think in his mind, it's like, well, if there's a Cobra Kai, I need to oppose yeah. them with my own method. Yeah. But I think, so I think, I think Danny's on the wrong track now of thinking it's about opposition when in fact it's like you both got useful things yeah. to provide i think but if it's a happy ending that's that's probably where i see it going. yeah th- this show could go anywhere too because it's such yeah. a, it's such a like it's a you like youtube i don't you know th- this is like this is new territory um and it's it's an unusual concept for a show and so i i really don't have any clue if they're going to go where we're kind of expecting it should go like where the foundations and the groundwork seem to be leading or if they're going to give us like this giant curveball uh, you know, I, I like, you know, I, I really am excited to find out where they're heading. But yeah, that's that's I'm sort of hoping that because I, I and again, the show is called Cobra Kai. Do you know what I mean? The show is called yeah. Cobra Kai. And I feel like there's a net like, again, it's not like they're um, uh, what's the word here? They're they're not they're, they're not like glossing over all the horrible things that Cobra Kai did. And it, it, but 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 there it's a don't throw the baby out with the bathwater type type scenario where like some of these things that he learned to do were you know if if, at least for the purposes of doing karate really really useful and so and that's what johnny keeps saying he said the trainings that you know the training worked the 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 methods worked um but you know the question is some some of the things that you see johnny doing though like uh teaching miguel to kick by dunking him in the pool or uh uh you know, throwing away his inhaler because asthma does not exist in this dojo. Uh, you know, those, those are all things that I, I mean, they're funny, but yeah, but there would be questionable training methods. I think, um, you know, I was half expecting Miguel to drown in that scene. Cause I had no idea what, what sort of territory the show was going to get us, get us into. And... I, I was concerned. I didn't expect it to happen, but there was part of me going, Oh man, this could go really dark. I don't know. <laughs> And now I think that was uh was that before or after his mother even found out he was training? So it's like you know there was there was no known connection between the two. <laughs> I think it was before because I think he used the kicking in the bathroom. Yeah, of course it had like, to have mm-hmm. been before. So it's like yeah, you're right. They could have uh, could have made that a disturbing plot point. And I, I like Johnny's attitude. Like it, like he he asks Johnny to teach him how to kick. He says, "I saw a YouTube video and this guy was kicking. It was badass." And he's like, "You're right. It's badass. <laughs> of course." You know, he just has this like, you you. I just I, I I like that he's he fully embraces the the really exciting aspects of karate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a. It, and, and, and he's got a whole different approach than, than Daniel or Miyagi. 
Um, but again, it could lead to like you know he's he's got them he's got like people who are clearly mismatched both in terms of skill level and in terms of uh, bone structure and weight class sparring each other full force. So you I I again you know it's a show so they're probably. I, I imagine it's going to go wherever the drama needs to, but just in the back of my head, I'm thinking this is like super dangerous. Like, you know, somebody's going to get hurt. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, uh, what, what do you guys think about the, the family stuff? Like the whole thing with Daniel and his daughter and, and, uh, and Johnny and his son and, uh, you know, just there sort of seems to be two things going on in the show. There's the family life stuff, and then there's the the karate stuff. I feel like yeah, I'm really enjoying the stuff with Daniel and his daughter. That's feeling pretty real, and it's working for me. The uh, stuff with Daniel and his son. It's like his son is. They've said it. I, not that I'm not enjoying it, but I'm saying we ha- they haven't given us anything positive about that character at all so far. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to keep him in that role of just being kind of the the jerky little spoiled brat, or if they're actually going to try and flesh him out a little bit. But he's been a little one note. But yeah, it, it's t- a little tougher to say with Johnny's son. I don't know. I don't know what the. Uh, the angle there is it's 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 uh it's it's too soon to say it's all very real to me um Mm -hmm. i thought that johnny would be a harder parent but it seems like the mother seems to do more of the parent parenting and she's more of the laid back kind of parent and they're kind of clueless about what's really going on in their daughter's life um then I don't know. I just thought he would have brought more of the gritty New Jersey to his parenting style than what um, he did. I like the scene that he embarrassed his uh, daughter in front of all of her friends. Um, I thought that was completely necessary at the pool. And all the boys are wearing his um, swimsuits. First of all, why do you need that many swimsuits? But second of all, that's kind of (laughs) disgusting. You might have to burn that afterwards. I don't want anybody else wearing my stuff. But yeah, I yeah. mean, um, they're definitely way too lenient. I, I, I mean, you can see that in both the kids. Both of the kids mm-hmm. are, are not well controlled at all. The, the son is is saying horrible things back to them all the time, and demand, and, yeah. and he treats breakfast like a restaurant, and hmm. uh, you know, it's just, and the daughter is is slipping uh, into crowds maybe she shouldn't be slipping into, and. And it sounds like she was a, you know, she used to be a good student and all the rest. And, uh, you know, but, but yeah, I don't know. I would have thought he would be more New Jersey, but it sounds like he's maybe overly conscious of that. And so he's trying to be more, you know, take a lighter he's, hand. Yeah. He's the classic poor kid who's gotten, who's, who's, who's made it big. And he's like giving his kids everything that he didn't mm-hmm. get when he was a kid. So it's, it's a completely understandable situation he's in, but it's, it's still not a good one. Yeah, I mean, all things considered, I don't think you know that he's a, a bad father or anything. No. Like he just no, doesn't no, no, quite no, understand like what, what what he's doing. I mean, um, I I think his character, as far as it goes, is a bit of a control freak. Um, mm. But it's strange how that doesn't quite reflect on some of his parenting stuff. Like, mm. you know. It, He's holding it back. You can definitely see he's holding it back yeah. because, you know, the way he dealt with the billboard situation, the way he deals with um, his rival who just moved into the valley. Yeah. You know, it was it Cole's cars or whatever. I can't remember. Yeah, what I think it was Cole's. Cole's. Yeah, we need to talk about that too because that's a interesting yeah. Oh, yeah. Of the show. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he, he Tom Cole. likes things under under control in his grasp and and, and you know it, the way he handled the sort of kyla and sam situation was sort of leaking out there you see him wanting to you know control how his daughter's interacting with this guy and always inviting him over to keep tabs on him and like stalking them at the at the homecoming dance prom halloween party that's the one um yeah it, it, it's quite interesting to, to see like it, yeah maybe that sort of possessiveness or, or, or um yeah, control freak nature, I'd say, is it's going to impact him in any other way. And I think that's a pretty interesting way to look at it. Whereas, you know, for, for Johnny, like, he 
he I don't think there's anything controlled about him to be honest like he, he just does whatever he, he wants you know he, he's like he is a mess like he you see him like waking up and drinking uh, drinking out of a warm beer can that's like just left on his um bedside drawer for god knows how long you know or he wakes up in the middle of his living room he smashes his tv and stuff like he just takes you know and uh, i and I wonder if you know he's got his own traumas as to he doesn't know how to um, be the loving father that he believes that his son well, needs. Well, I think there there's that Johnny Lawrence story that Patton Oswalt did where he envisions who Johnny Lawrence's father was, and I feel like the the Ed Asner character is like just ripped right out of that. Like it, it, <laughs> yeah, so, Ed Asner is great in that. Yeah. yeah. Oh I, yeah. I think so. I, so I feel like it's, uh, um, I feel like it's something they've obviously added after the fact as an explanation for Johnny, but it definitely kind of makes sense that he's got this really weird relationship with his dad. And, and also it, it kind of helps explain how Johnny is this rich kid, but how he, you know, like he has this, 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 huge gulf between him and his father like he's he because because johnny did always kind of feel like he he felt like he was both a privileged character but not a privileged character at the same time there's something about him that just seemed like he was there was i don't know it just seemed like he was existing in both of those worlds and that dad, but oh go ahead but the dad the dad is his stepdad so that's probably the dynamic um they he stated that the stated that he married his mother and so you know when he was a kid so that's his stepdad and that probably is why that dynamic is there he felt privileged but not privileged okay um his dad stepdad had all the money but you know now and they definitely they said that that was his stepdad for sure or was that yeah they did okay yeah all right. I kind of liked it better thinking he was his real dad and he was just that terrible to him. Um, but... <laughs> no, he's a, yeah, he talks about his... Uh, and then he know... bought him out of his life by giving yeah. him the check. Okay. But uh, but yeah, that, I think it does explain a lot. Um, and, uh, and, and, and the, 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 uh, the Tom Cole situation. So the, the, uh, Johnny ends up painting a penis on the billboard. That, this is something else about the show I like. They really are... It's not like gratuitous or anything like that but they they don't keep it like you know when we came out karate kid was made for like i don't know how old were we like 10 8 whatever uh it was it was made for young people and now those young people are grown up so i feel like it's appropriate to have the 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 language go up a notch a little bit to have some of the humor go up a notch and not have it continue to aim low like that at a young age group um, and so you get the, the penis on the billboard, which infuriates Daniel. And then Tom Cole, uh, you know, ends up sent, who's, who's a rival, uh, car lot, uh, you know, in the, in, in, in the area, he, he ends up sending them like a ridiculous number of sausages. And, uh, and then Daniel goes to, to, conf- to confront him. I think after he learns about a commercial spot that Tom Cole is going to air, where he sort of pokes fun at the uh at the bonsai tree but also implies that daniel isn't patriotic because he's got this this foreign bonsai plant i guess and uh and also using karate to advertise his uh mm-hmm. yeah to taking taking japanese culture yeah. uh, instead of using good old-fashioned american <laughs> culture and rifles uh, <laughs> in the civil war or whatever but uh but yeah, I, th- I think at this, I, I, it, it was, it was the, the character of Tom Cole was, I thought he was perfectly cast for what they were trying to do. <laughs> and I liked that, you know, he had the, he, he's, he, he kind of does everything just a little bit different than Daniel. He gives people cactuses and he has the boba tea the machine. <laughs> and, and I don't know, he just is a, he's just like a real jerk. He's just, you know, he's, he, he uh, he, he, he and Daniel ends up kicking the boba tea out of his hand. Um, but it's funny because that scene was like a perfect mirror of when um, Danny was and was teasing Johnny. Um, yeah, when I Johnny was about to, to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's surprising it's that Danny was the one who actually lost control and actually did like an act of violence. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whereas Johnny managed to yeah slink away there because well, here here's where I think there's a difference. I think Johnny's a lot more confident in his karate abilities than Daniel. Oh. I think Daniel is probably mm. wondering 
I think the reason Daniel's afraid is for the reasons I mentioned. Did he get lucky all those times? Because you don't feel like on every day of the week he would have beaten Johnny. And so I think that that might be why Johnny... Johnny knows what the outcome is going to be if he gets physical with Daniel. And Daniel is maybe less certain of the outcome. Because um, like, at one point Johnny does say, hey, I'm here. We can we can fight right now, and and Danny Daniel leaves, but I don't think it was for the same reason that Miyagi walked out in in the earlier movies. I think it was more motivated out of a sense of fear of of confronting Johnny, um, because John. I mean, just just the physical way that they were carrying themselves in that scene, Johnny seemed like he was the one who would be winning that fight, um, and so I don't I didn't get the impression that Daniel was was walking away as a man of peace. I thought, I thought it was a little bit more complicated than that. Well, he was, he was walking away to get his revenge anyway. So he yeah. was off to, off to, off to scheme and, and to pull, pull his devious maneuvers. But, so he definitely wasn't in a man of peace position. And, and it's, so, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, just as a quick sort of question on that. Something Adam mentioned earlier. So I, 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 you mentioned something about him opening up a, uh, that Danny opening up a rival dojo. Was that something that happened no, I'm saying I mean, he doesn't open up a rival dojo, but he, he like sets up his practice area, his like his own little personal, but like yeah, it's not. He basically sets up his little training space there, and I got the impression that I don't know. This is me reading ahead, but I feel like he's preparing. He's, he's I feel like he's preparing to train other people in his kind of, style as opposed to the Cobra Kai style. I felt I felt like that's what he was doing at the very I, end of the fifth I episode. Think, I think what's going to happen is he's either going to end up training his daughter, or he's going to end up training Johnny's kid. But I feel yeah. like Daniel comes from like the Sith school of thought, where it's like one master and one student, and that's just. Well, I, I think too that he was preparing himself, getting back into shape yeah. for an ultimate showdown with Johnny. First of all, second of all, I have a sneaking feeling that he's going to take a liking to Johnny's son, not knowing that it's his son. And they're going to develop a Miyagi Danny relationship. This is all in my head. Danny relationship. I think the daughter really likes Miguel and might be spending time at Cobra Kai mm-hmm. and might continue her training there because he already started training her as a kid. And we saw her use it in the movie theater, and I thought that was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But um, I think she's going to end up spending time at Cobra Kai. So they're going to kind of switch kids in a way. I don't know. But that's all in my head. No, I, I I had the same ideas bouncing around my head too. So well, we'll see. The show could be could be fooling with us. We'll find out. Yeah, and I and yeah, I did. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just say that because I, I was I was thinking like yeah, you know, him yeah you know, unpackaging all his old karate stuff and um, yeah. It was just sort of like a, a symbol of him trying to find his balance because he shoved that part of himself sort of away and locked it all up, you know, after he became a business person. And maybe now he's going to try and rediscover the, the, the sort of the, the, the philosophy that uh, Mr. Miyagi had taught him. And he will be a person that's more calm and less rash about things and less quick to anger. Yeah, no, you, you very well could be right. I'm 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 merely blindly speculating. But I have to say the wife, his wife's reaction, Amanda, I think her name is, uh, when when uh, yeah, it's she, Amanda. It is okay, good. Uh, yeah, her her like happy reaction when he starts getting back into the karate thing. It's like considering how out of whack he's been for like you know <laughs> the last few weeks. It's like you'd almost think she'd be concerned. Like oh man. <laughs> This is a whole other stage he's yeah. going into here. Because <laughs> what, what she said was that you know, she was she wanted the man that she married back, right? True. And I think part of you know maybe what what drew her to him in the first place was his passion for karate and um, his more spiritual side. So. Yeah, yeah, calmness. Oh, I know. You're probably right. It was just, just like a <laughs> thought I had as I was watching it. Because yeah, obviously she has that kind of history with him. But it just it just struck me as kind of funny. I did think that the bonsai tree on Miyagi's grave was like a very nice touch, by the way. The uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love that scene. It had me crying. I just bawled the rest of the episode <laughs> once he pulled up. Well, I liked to the brought, uh, grave site. He brought that the scissors it, with done. him and he trimmed it. You know that that yeah. is a that that seemed like a, a cool way to, to to handle the Miyagi grave site. But 
but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I, I mean, it could, it could go any number of ways, but I, I do feel like we're going to get some variation on what people were, were talking about in, in the coming episodes. Um, what, what do people feel about, uh, about the Miguel character and about what's the daughter's name? Is it Samantha? Is that, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think she's well. It's interesting because you know she she's you know, she's been portrayed as sort of like um a a smart like a, a person who studies a lot and you know and uh, and maybe she was a good girl type of character and um we and you mentioned before about sort of seeing her fall in in, in bad crowds but. Um, I don't think she was intentionally trying to fall into bad crowds. She was just trying to, you know, make, make different friends, as it were. And it turns out that those friends were a bad influence. And, you know, she's, got, she's been cut off from them, which is probably for the best. I mean, um, you know, you know the, one of the girls was, like, purging, right? I mean, it's like a... <laughs> I assume that means, like, a, a mild form of bulimia type thing where they just throw up after eating instead of... Um, controlling what they eat and um, and, and the whole Kyla crowd as well and going yeah driving cars out and taking drugs <laughs> um, and crashing into other people's cars at the very beginning you know when when they rear-ended uh, Johnny's uh, what car was that I I don't know anything it's, about cars Pontiac Firebird Pontiac Firebird I recognize the distinct look but I just have no idea what car yeah, it was. my mother drove a Pontiac Firebird so. and I and I think that clear that is like the thing he values. That's like the one thing that he seems to really yeah. Care about. <laughs> so when it gets when it gets smashed, that's a. I, I love the way they did that. By the way, they have they they have the Pontiac get destroyed, and then he has to go to Danny's uh, uh, <laughs> auto auto place, and you know it just kind of get gets everything rolling really nicely. I, I thought I thought it was kind of interesting too, because it's like you know, it's like. How responsible was was he for that too? Like he kind of pulls into that gate. There's the gate closed. And he kind of pulls in like partly into the driveway. It's like how much of his car was just sticking out into the street there? You know, he kind of just drunkenly kind of pulled in there. It's like I mean, granted, anyone should be able to avoid a car in that position, but I was like, it didn't seem entirely blameless. Well, also the girl was on the phone, right? Didn't she say something about? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I just, I, like I was saying, there's there's definitely blame to go around, but. Yeah, there was a lot a of look. driving contraventions there, you know, <laughs> texting while driving, drinking and driving, <laughs> yeah, I think while driving jo- as well. <laughs> Johnny being the adult and being completely plastered in driving, and like I think he was drinking as he was driving, which is like yeah. the, which is like the the, the top Pouring level of drinking himself. and driving. What was that? Yeah, and pouring it over himself yeah. as he was doing it. It was just yeah. all dribbling down his front. I mean, that that's that's a whole level of drunk driving that just is, you know, you do not care anymore. And uh, yeah. and so I think I think he, you know, he, he probably bears I would hold him more responsible just cuz he's the older person who should have been in control of himself, but but obviously they smashed his car and that, you know. Um and if you've ever had your car smashed by young people, it's it's not, a, you know, it, it's it's definitely <laughs> an infuriating experience i've had uh, my car smashed by drunk people and yeah it was infuriating well that's even yeah i i, I had a friend <laughs> whose car was smashed by drunk people we were inside somebody's house and that was uh i was inside the car so oh, it was worse so, so yeah you have more right to complain <laughs> than i do then um but uh and also what was the daughter's friend's name because she was kind of important character um aisha, aisha the heavy one yeah she was she was she was important and it looks like she's going to become a significant person at cobra kai because she joins with miguel and i i kind of enjoyed their sparring match because like oh, I, I did love that. That. <laughs> that was amazing well, yeah. i like that they uh, both went full throttle and they both they both took punishment in the scene like uh-huh. he kicked yeah. her on the ground and then she got up and she body slammed him and she like knee she dove with her knee into his chest um you know i thought i thought that and and johnny doesn't care he just thinks it's all fine um well he praised her for it like wow this girl's a a natural born cobra (laughs) (laughs) but i think that's that's the cobra kai difference that's sort of the you know the 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 practical side of it you know if if you can just remove some of the recklessness that he's got going on you'll have you know it'd be a perfectly functional school 
Um, like I don't like uh, I don't think he's gonna be you know sort of a, a, abusive as Priest was like, but but at the same time like I feel like he's teaching them slightly astray. Like it, you know it, the condition for Miggy um, getting his own gi was to apparently start a fight in school in front of everyone yeah. and beat the crap out of um, three or four kids. <laughs> well, it's also remember when when Aisha comes to the school and she comes there because she's being bullied and she explains to him what's going on. And she says, like, these kids, they text me anonymously. And he's, like, got this angry look on his face. But he's mad because the bullies are being cowards. You know, he calls yeah. them pussies. It's and not face-to-face just... -face anymore. Yeah. It's all behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's all electronic. He's like, these pussies, they can't do things face-to-face. -face. That's being a coward. <laughs> and so I, I just love the, 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 the direction of his disgust. And... And, and, and he's, and he, and he's going to, you know, and so you could also see things going in a, you know, a not so great direction for her if, if he over, if he teaches her too aggressively and, uh, but, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah because she could, she, like, if we fought for training, she could like break <laughs> most of the people who are bullying. <laughs> well, I think that's why a lot of it's anonymous. I mean, you know, these, these are the, the girls that are attacking her are not, they don't look very athletic or anything like that. So, yeah. um, you know, it, and and I think that the uh, yeah, the thing with the whole, you know, strike first, that's obviously probably not the best thing to drill into somebody's mind if they're if they're if they're uh, uh, if they're learning something like karate. But what I imagine you might get if the show goes where it seems to be going is maybe there'll be an additional rule put above that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, if this then, you know what I mean? There might be a. There like, might be a, a revision. Like rule number one, don't get into fights. Rule number two, if you get into the fight, strike first. Yes, type of yes. Thing. something like that. <laughs> um, like it, it might be a little bit more of a moderate position, but still firmly Cobra Kai. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think we've gone on for an hour, so we should probably end it here. And then we'll, we'll hopefully we'll be back next week with, uh, with, with the, the, the last five episodes of the show. And it apparently got renewed, so this is going to be. Yay! Yeah. So, so when you could probably tell, like, like, uh, you know, the, the, uh, at least for 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 me, Lady Chow Fung and Adam, this was something that we I think we all saw in the theater when when the Karate Kid first came out. Yeah, right? sure. So, uh, so there is that that nostalgia uh, at play, um, but yeah. So so we'll be back on, and uh, we will talk to you later.